0: Recording. Hi Alankata, how are you doing? <laughs> Thank you so I'm much for coming happy. on. Man, this I'm is this I love happy. the fact that I got you on. And what I find really bizarre about it is I had messaged I had messaged like half the grade. By this time, you're like my 27th person I've got from Pathways, I'm like one-third away from my entire grade. <laughs> so the reason why I wanted to get you on is I'm not getting anyone on. I like to get people who had a very interesting journey. And clearly you've had more than, you know, you've had a very interesting journey throughout. So one thing I want to make clear, and this is something which is, which I do every time is, I like to just open like the conversation that I have with someone. It's going to be very, it's two-sided. It's not like me always talking. Okay. Yeah. So one thing, I, let's just straight get into it. You just got into Berkeley for music, which is congratulations on that. I think so. My first especially question that I was very curious to ask was music is something that's in a lot of households you know it's very similar I've been my parents love music but what I realized was how did music become more than just a hobby for you and it became something that you wanted to pursue that was my first thing that I mean um yeah I feel
1: like for most part of my life it was a hobby and I guess yeah you're right that's how I think it evolves for most people. Um, I mean, ever since I was young, my 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 dad's a musician and my mom's also into the art, the field of art. So,
2: yeah.
1: uh, the whole music thing has been in my uh, system and in my household for, as ever since I could remember. Um, and so I began with I think Indian classical music, and from that I feel like after I joined Pathways, my exposure to like English music and Western uh, music increased way more than I, I, uh, way more than before. And so uh, from there, I think it just went uh, way up and uh, it evolved from there. And I think the main contributor to my uh, understanding of uh, what I want to do and pursue uh, was definitely founders because so ninth grade founders, uh, was I feel like when I realized and I uh, wanted to you know get, put myself out there and audition for the main cast yes. and um, during rehearsals I think I realized that okay this is like this is it you know so that's, that's how it kind of went from
0: there cool. and so coming to founders and I think that's the beauty about it is we have a shared thing and that and that is founders so. Yeah. And i think that's, that's you spoke about where you put yourself and you 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 did i think two founders two or three founders if i'm not wrong So especially in that journey because I, for the, I, i've seen it firsthand you know we you know acting as well as singing because you were in the choir as well as acting that's where i where i saw you first w- what parts of founders did you actually understand or did you actually realize that this is like you know you're, you're pretty decent at it but what do you think it just increased your exposure and just challenge you were just ready to challenge yourself? So, what factors?
1: Um, I feel like so. Uh, when before Pathways, I was in CBSC, and there's like a lot of little plays that they do for yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of little plays <laughs> that they you know do. So, I used to participate in that, and the during like the annual awards and stuff, they used to really appreciate my drama skills and like I used to get like shields and awards and stuff for that so I uh, knew that I had a knack for that you know yeah. like for acting and so when I used to see so I, I came to Pathways in sixth grade so for three years I used to be like I was in the dance thing for founders yeah. and uh, I think by eighth grade I was really fascinated by how the whole main cast thing happens and I yeah. I knew that I would be able to you know with, with the proper help that the school gives, I would be able to sort of pull it off. So I thought that okay, very similar yeah. to my journey,
0: <laughs> very similar we to my
1: journey. And uh, you know, I, I I think I can do it, so there's no harm auditioning for it. So you know, and when I went in for the audition, there was no like you know, uh, for the first audition at least, there was no like you know, Hona hi hai karke, mm. but like slowly. That, that interest also increased. And by I think the second audition that we had for Wicked, I was very, very, uh, uh like I really wanted to get in. And I think that whole process slowly helped me understand and decode what I want to eventually pursue. That's and amazing. I think mainly was the performance aspect of it. Yeah. Like, I, I love being on stage, Like that's the main thing. I saw that. That's the main thing. I want to do as well. Like I love being on there. I love singing. I love the acting part of it as well. But most, more so the singing appealed to me. And after that, you know, I uh, all the opportunities that the music teachers gave us for like even regular assemblies when they put, you know, like Pakhi Karani and I together to sing. Mm-hmm. Even that was very, it was amazing for me. So I, you know, that sort of helped me understand. Mm-hmm. Better.
0: very very good and uh, i i don't know if you like uh, i don't know if you know this but you helped me a lot i'm not joking like i'm seriously i'll tell you i'll tell you how i don't know
1: that i, I know, know that. you
0: helped me so much in like the acting of because i don't know like, I, w- I, w- I was waiting to tell you this for a while i had never acted like this at this level ever in my life. i done maybe two maximum plays in both assembly by the play, not even a proper play And then I'm shifting to this. And so you must have seen it firsthand how like it was scary for me with the first two, three weeks. You feel so inadequate, especially it's my first time. And I just joined to the school. It's not like I was there for a while. So there were multiple factors that were going. One thing that I always realized was you you would tell it to me straight. And I think that's what I really appreciated (laughs) you. In whatever whatever the way it was, whatever tone it was, that was irrespective. You always told me how it was. If it was good, you told me it was good. If it was bad, you told me how to bad. And one thing, another thing I liked is you, you would say, you would, you would like give me constructive criticism. You wouldn't just criticize me just for the heck of it. You gave me yeah. a particular criticism and you told me how to improve it or do this thing as well. So there's a difference between giving criticism and the difference about telling the person how to. And that's where I was just watching a few of my videos. I'll just send you, I know you must have the recording with you. But i was just watching the few videos and i could see exactly especially how many times we practiced it and if you remember during that play where the where raghav thing went wrong and then we had to like do it on the spot so and i think that's where i feel the chemistry aspect of it was really important between the two of us because we never knew each other i was new to this i was new to everything and that's why it comes to my third thing where the founders really helped my self-esteem it really helped me Really come out of my shell and just because I didn't have a choice to you know I do like I had to there's one thing about performing is performance inherently is not something that is normal to me because I was always introverted and I was always someone who liked to keep outside the public eye and outside and I would like it that much. And so what was something about the public eye about being on stage that you really enjoyed and how did that help your Self esteem in that or your personality?
1: I feel like i have never really thought about it because um, I remember stage fright was like something that we were when I was in like play school or I think first grade, uh, kindergarten, first grade was when there were these books about, uh, you know, like bubbles. Hmm. Like there, there was, I remember this one specific book about stage fright and I remember reading it and I uh, remember telling my mom, I'm like, but I don't have this. And she's like, yeah, that's right. And it's a good thing not to have it. I mean, most kids at that young an age are not able to, you know,
2: act in front of a
1: a large crowd. But Mm -hmm. for me, it never really seemed like a problem. Like, I remember doing plays like Goldilocks and Three Bears and stuff in like nursery and, you know, KG and stuff. I I used to really be into drama that way. So uh, for me, the whole crowd aspect wasn't really, uh, it didn't strike to me as oh my god so many people are going to be watching me like it's going to be scary and all Uh, especially at that young an age I used to do it because it used to be fun you know like I like being out there and you know the first thing I used to do when I went up on stage for anything when I was a kid was I used to look for my parents in the audience and I used to wave at them I didn't care you know about anything so I feel like I used to not have any you know that Mm way inhibitions and just I used to Take it as it came to me so but when I think when I started taking this stuff more seriously it does definitely play a huge aspect in your performance is the fact that there are so many people going, that are going to be looking at you and you know you want to be good you want to leave a good impact on the audience and I think yeah it just came to me quite naturally so uh, overall I've never paid too much heed to it especially you know because a lot of performers are like, oh my god, people are gonna be watching me, and you know all that. So I never really thought about it, but I also knew that whatever I'm performing has to be good because I want the people to enjoy what they're seeing.
0: Yeah, that, that that's it's very um, evident for anyone who's ever seen you perform, and I've seen you work personally. That's a different thing well, unlike a lot of people, but I've had to, I've seen the way you work, the way you act, yourself, like the effort that goes into it. And so that's why I have a very different insight as compared to others over your entire work and how you started from day one till how you, we, we did it like before address rehearsals and all so I think my next thing I'm very curious about was taking up music as a something that you want to pursue for university so music has always been important for me as well but that was something especially Indian music when I was when I used to live in Dubai that was my That was like keeping Baki allowed, that kept me back to my roots. It always was something that I always held very strongly. But taking and pursuing music was never something that is very well received, maybe in our Indian culture and gender, you know, unfortunately. What, despite maybe the opinions of others, what kept you motivated about pursuing music? And you took music in your IB as well as a subject. What kept that motivation going? Um,
1: I don't know. I just, when I knew that uh, this is what I wanted to do, I didn't really care. Fortunately, the people that my parents are connected to and, you know, our family, friends, our relatives, they're all hugely connected to this and nobody has ever uh, expressed any... uh, disappointment in the fact that I've wanted to take music you know they're very proud of it and you know they're the kind of people that are like oh you know my niece or my uh, whoever I am to them you know she's taken up music and she's going to this huge college you know it's a big deal and they're they're always they've always been very proud of me and even with my parents like I know that for a lot of people it's like you know music become a doctor become an engineer or do something in an academic field of study Mm I never had that with my parents because I knew that eventually whatever I chose, academic or not, you know, whatever I chose, they would support me. And also because of the fact that my dad's a musician, I knew that he would understand where I'm coming
2: yeah. from. You know, he's also a
1: performing artist. He's, he's also seen a large part of his life. He's uh, given to, you know, just perfecting his art and being good for the people that are seeing him being good for himself and you know doing his art justice so I I know that I knew that my dad and my mom for that matter would not really have uh, any issues with me wanting to do it like you know when you have to have like certain talks with your parents you have like these sit down talks and I sat them down but I never treated it like a sit down talk like I was never like you know oh you know this is going to be a big deal I have to Uh for it it and I give them this whole like break this news to them like how do I do it and all it never came to me like that like it was as small as telling them ki um, you know like let's say I accidentally tore a t-shirt that I was wearing or I mm-hmm. put a stain on it or something like that. something as small as that I treated it as but I just wanted to you know hear their opinions as well so I sat them down and I said listen my founders has really made me realize this is what I want to do uh, so, and it wasn't like, a, do you guys agree? It was like, what do you think the next step forward is? And they both completely agreed and since okay. then they've been very, very supportive.
2: Support
1: so me, that I've not had any issues on that front of people you know, judging and being like, music because yes. I've heard that so many times for so many people and I really consider myself lucky that I haven't gotten to hear that and I you know, have gotten support in all forms possible.
0: And that's what I find beautiful especially and kudos to your parents but that's the biggest challenge for many people the, that's the biggest hurdle they have to face is the self is the judgment from the people that are closest to you and I'm so glad that you're because your parents understand because they're in similar fields to you and my, so another question that I want
2: to ask you
1: and I also I feel like before you move on to the next thing I yes, feel like yes. eventually your if your parents you know if you have a good relationship with them and if their opinion matters after that it does not matter what other people say, like yeah, I have this, exactly, about my singing, pehle. I used to tell my mom that, you know, when I sing, I don't want like the neighbors to hear me, like, you know,
0: mm-hmm. I wish
1: we had walls or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, that's your singing time when you're practicing, when you're doing whatever you're doing, that's your time, you shouldn't care. And you know, after a point, that's how I've taken it. I really don't care what people think if somebody wants to say anything about my music tomorrow or about, you know, Wrong career path for you. You shouldn't do this. You should, you know, look at something academic. I really don't care
2: because their opinion doesn't matter
0: to me. You know? And you've showed me, yeah. And I think the best part is the fact that you continued doing that and the, the fact that you continued moving forward with that. And you've got that final result of getting into Berkeley, which is one of the most respected musical schools in the world. And I'll be mentioning that a little later. But another thing that I'm very curious to is that I, like you just told me that your parents or your dad is in the music, is in the performance art field. How have you kind of appreciated his work throughout time? So maybe like when you were younger, you might have appreciated him for like, because he was something into music. And now the fact that you're a lot older and you're into this field, have you is there a different appreciation for the work that he does and the effort that he maybe puts into his work and maybe you're understanding a lot more of what he's doing? Could you like elaborate more oh, on that.
1: Sure. Um, So my dad plays the sitar and ever since I was born, I have had such a huge fasc- fascination for the instrument. Like there are so many pictures of me, like I think this was more when I was younger though, like there are so many pictures of me trying to, uh, while he was playing, I used to just be so fascinated with the fact that there's so many strings that, you know, the sound that it's producing and how it's been carved out, like every single thing was so, so, so cool to me. So I used to just be like, wow oh my god what is this thing in front of me it's such a beautiful instrument and every time he used to take it to the shop there used to be um, so many other things in that you know store that I used to be fascinated with like you know like guitar, you have to use a pick to play it uh, similarly the sitar has a misrap that you wear on your finger to yes, make
2: it yes, easier yes, to yes. you know
1: like those come in different colors and all and all mm-hmm. that was always so so fascinating to me and so uh, when I was a little bit older you know at an age where I could handle it my dad got me a mini sitar and I you know started playing like that's how my uh, thing properly started like other than vocals this is how the thing this the whole thing started so uh, I, I always 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 loved the instrument I feel like as I grew up I realized that it's not my cup of tea to you know like I I, I know the basics but I never really continued because I knew that I won't be as dedicated like I won't be able to dedicate myself to this and be determined enough to learn it in a professional way and like perfect the art of playing it so I didn't want to you know unnecessarily like take like a whole lot of time from because it takes a lot of time and effort to learn it of and course. to teach it. I didn't want to, you know, learn it in, and then have my dad have those expectations because she's hmm. going to do something this thing one day and then I don't eventually go and do that. Exactly. So he knows and he he respects that like he's not like, you know, she's not learning the instrument type. Yeah. Types. He's, he understands. He's like, okay, not everybody will take a liking to it not everybody would want to pursue this so he understands and so yeah as as I grew older my appreciation for the, his playing was much more because it is I kid you not it's very difficult you know the basics that I know as compared to you know everything that he knows about it um, yep. matlab 10 minute mein my fingers would start to hurt and stuff and my dad can go On stage and play it for hours and hours, and it's really, really so fascinating and so incredibly cool that he's able to do that. And I just I love watching him Uh perform. Even when I was even when I was a, a little child, I used to always wait for his concert to get over, and then I wouldn't care that there's a billion other people watching in the audience. I'd straight go to stage and I'd like you know go and hug him and just be like very yeah. proud of him yeah. very evidently proud of him I mean. and I still am you know now I just have a little bit more and when you're a child all this is acceptable I can't possibly do it now and uh, expect people to be like okay cool that's his kid like <laughs>
2: great <laughs> you know
1: yeah. so uh, yeah and like my mom's a dancer too so she doesn't perform anymore but when she did I used to do the same thing with her like I'm, I was always incredibly proud of anything that my parents did because mm-hmm. you know you see your parents work really, really hard and the least you can do is appreciate it. And I have tons of appreciation for and whatever I, they do, for themselves, for me, and, you know, in general. So, like, that's the appreciation, I feel, has always been there, but in different ways. So.
0: I think that's a beautiful thing that you mentioned about that, your parents' appreciation. And maybe after every, uh, after, I think I did remember see you meeting and talking to your parents after the founders Event, I don't know if uh, I remember. I, well, I just got a glimpse before my parents. See, <laughs> the thing is, when I did founders, my parents didn't. I didn't tell my dad, my parents. Like I told, I told my parents three weeks before the actual event started that yeah, I'm gonna do this thing. So they were like, okay. And so that's why when they saw me perform, they were it just went over their head. They're like, what? My child can do this? It was more of like shock rather than like of course they were proud, but they were like they were just they knew that. And after that time. They not about having a high expectation, but they know that I can do something new. I can put myself in a very, in a such situ- in a very uncomfortable situation, in a very new situation, and kind of like learn from it and understand from it. And I think founders was like a life changing thing for me personally, and it made me so much more comfortable talking to this and starting and all this Zoom thing. With all these people that I've spoken to, it's all a combination of that event that took place, and that was life changing. I would say. And I think that's why coming back to the reason why I started these conversations, these lives, was mental health. And after the first lockdown, I was, maybe my mental health wasn't the best at times. And I was, I was, I was was struggling a bit. And then it's only, and I spoke to my friends and I just started, so I talked to my family about it. I was just thinking, I see a lot of content about it which is good, you know, but I always see a lot of posts, like those posts, Instagram pages, posts are there, or stories posts. I never see someone actually physically talking about it, especially when very vulnerably. Um, so I, am I started doing that and also I need cascars. So that was mainly the reason <laughs> I think i the emails that I showed you. Like, I had like emails after emails after email. So okay i'll do an instagram live one now that's my project actually like that's my like one of my experiences that i put so i thought i would do like two three episodes and i would do that. and what is very surprising was i was scared of the judgment as well because i didn't know i was putting myself out there for the first time you know, ever and talking is something especially when you're talking for so long you don't realize maybe the things that you say So only when you listen back to it you're like oh i said this and what I realized was that of course the criticism came you know especially when I'm talking about mental health people like why are you posting this This should be personal this that and that also came but I was surprised by the overwhelming support that I got especially from people I might have I've not spoken to in a while and people just enjoyed the, the conversation that I was just having with people and just because it was very like it was nothing was structured. People were sick of the interview thing and all. People were sick of the negativity, and I, I was just trying to bring some positivity into this crazy world that we live in. I think that's where I started really, and that's what I want to ask you is how has has music ever improved? Let's say like, like let's say if you're struggling maybe mentally or uh, like mentally when you're having some mental health issues, has music ever got you out of it and how has your relationship with your mental health been with your music and do you find there are any overlaps towards it
1: of course for sure i feel like not only for me as a musician or anyone as a musician music in general helps with things like this majorly you know for people that uh, create music and put it out there i think the main like uh, the whole uh a large chunk of them putting it out there is so that the people, the audience that is listening to their music can somehow relate to it. And, uh, you know, uh, if if they're going through something, the music can help them yeah. with that phase of their life, especially because, uh, I mean, you're right, the whole lockdown has really, not only lockdown, but I think ever since the whole COVID thing has started, people have... Uh, the whole mental health thing is like really just gone down. It's gone way down. So uh, for me, for sure, I've found myself uh, like in a a situation where I'm upset, I'll just play something from my, uh, you know, from my songs, from my music that I have. And uh, that really does help because it helps you forget why you were upset. Like sometimes I would be sad and I'd play something upbeat and, you know, like, Bollywood is really good with upbeat stuff. you know. it's so
0: good with that.
1: Like I play that five minutes later, I'd be like, why was I upset? You know? So it really helps you sort of forget but at the same time not forget in a way that you, you know, push your feelings aside. Like when you need to bring them out, there are so many sad songs that you can play and just like wall your eyes out and mm. take that time to understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling mm. and why you're sad or whatever. Mm. And so like earlier this year we had to create uh, music for our music portfolio as well yeah. as our as part of our yeah. internal assessment so when i did that naturally i would i had to uh, make songs. so one of them i uh, because you have to have like something that drives you to write this song like you can't just you know write anything yeah something you have in your head key iske bare mein likhungi ya hmm. I the very first one I wrote because I said that you know kill two birds with one stone. I, I was very upset with how things were with the school and uh you know it was coming down on us so heavily and it was so uh it was very exhausting, mentally very it frustrating,
0: very, very frustrating.
1: Also. Very frustrating and very exhausting. And you know, I thought that let me take that emotion and put it into this song. So I wrote with that point of view from that point of view i wrote and then eventually when that song was complete i um, every time i was upset i would just play it and i i i, uh, I would i with most with it because i wrote i i i i sang it, and yeah. i could i could. I knew why I had written it. So anytime that I was like really stressed, I'd play it and it would make me feel really mm-hmm. better and so I wrote it in a way that it's it shows like a journey of, you know, yeah. feeling upset, understanding that you're upset, um, understanding how you can help yourself come over that emotion. Yeah. And so it's like a whole thing in the song. So I, that really helped me and I think overall music is a huge, um, like, it helps you make your mood much better and connect you with you like this all the time and it's not just me it's not just you it's everyone in this world i think you know a large part of the world just depends on music to connect with their emotions
0: and that's a that, that's actually i'm i'm, I'm stunned because like how, how well you're explaining it and i think music is a universal and it's a universal language you don't need to understand the language and Music and stuff, the, the tunes like you can realize it's something the happy song or a sad song just by the notes that are played. And one thing what I realize, especially just because I've seen you perform in person then I've seen you perform on stage, one thing what I realize, especially with your process, is you give importance to the details. You give importance to every single note, and. I've never seen someone give so much importance, maybe I've just seen you a lot more and I've seen the way you work. You're someone who likes to do the small details properly, who gives the finer details, especially in your song and the way you sing. So could you tell me about how that came through over, like how you're you're so meticulous with every single aspect of vocal singing, of singing in general?
1: Okay, So um, I feel like, yeah, that whole detailed thing, I mean, I, I disagree because I'm a very, uh, with a lot of things, like, especially when I don't really care about it, I'm just like surface level and done. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, yeah, with the music, I was quite sure that I wanted it to be really, really good. Yes. And yeah. Uh, I don't express this openly. That's why most people are like, no, like, you know, so my, my music teacher, Mr. Rotiano, would always say that, you know
2: Legend. Legend. You're a,
1: yeah. you're a <laughs> Legend. Like you a So and like everyone's like, What are you saying? No, she's not. And yeah, I mean, for most things I'm not, but when it comes down to it, when it comes down to something I really care about, I think it it's not something that happens consciously. Like you want something to be good, you give it your all. And that's not just with me and the music, it's with anybody and anything that they really really you know care about and want to do well in like that's that's just i think an overall thing with everyone you know if you really want something to turn out well you give it your all and you make sure that you are doing everything that in your power to make sure that it's coming out well so
2: yeah that's
0: that's beautiful so the large so this comes to my last aspect of So I have last two things that I want to mention about is I spoke to Moksh, and he's another person going to Berkeley, and he's an absolutely one of the most talented people I've ever seen, especially when it comes to music. He's brilliant at what he does. And he spoke about this aspect. And I I I, like I spoke to Naman two hours back on my life. And he told me that how Pathways, whatever you might consider it, whatever your opinions are about it, it gives you opportunities. it gives, oh, it, it gives yeah, you opportunities yeah. more than, and it gives you opportunities in different fields that you might even not even consider initially, or you might not be good at. And again, it's what you do with the opportunity that's separate, but he spoke about that, how it says one meeting with Mr. Punit Puneet sir, and how he was just fiddling around with the piano or the keyboard in the music room one day, and then he just got, you know, he just gets called by Puneet sir and that's his entire journey of music started from there and how he got more and more involved in it he got more and more involved in the intricacies of music he started really understanding what music actually is and besides and your parents have been there but is there been someone who's been really instrumental in your journey besides your parents
1: for sure I think for me also Mr. Puneet has played I mean whatever like we joke around with him a lot like you know, Mm -hmm. but whatever you say, Mr. Puneet is really helped, like that's one thing about him, at least initially that he used to really recognize talent and help us, you know, I feel like that's how we got selected for Wicked as well Is because towards the end of 8th grade, he gathered like 4 of us, including Shreya and he uh, made us meet Mr. Alex and he gave us these songs and he said prepare and present them to Mr. Alex and he was really keen on having our voices being be presented to Mr. Alex so he could know you know mm. that okay there is potential here you can consider these kids for next founders and um, that's how I think we also had that uh, like he that gave us more confidence to audition for yeah. the founders next year and that's how the whole thing went up so Bonitza for sure and I owe it all to Mr. Alex 100% 100% he's
0: so good like.
1: Yeah. He is, he is so helpful and he's always been very, very, very supportive. Very. And, uh, you know, he's always very appreciative of it also. Like, whatever little thing you do, he's always, you know, telling you that, yes, this is good. You should, you know,
0: support very supportive, Very supportive.
1: Very much. And uh, other than him, I think everybody that's helped with the music is like, really like, so Mr. Mm-hmm. Oti, I know Ms. Sharmila all these people have been incredible and they're till date they're very, very helpful. So for sure, all of these people. I mean, That's, I can't pick one because
0: I've already said You me. can't pick, it's not about picking, it's about the fact that you still remember them and you still appreciate the fact that they were instrumental in your life and you really made interesting with Mr with Mr. Alex. He was the first person to tell me about civil I'm talking about before I even joined school. It's my interview for school. He spoke about that, you know. I told him I like singing. He said, "Okay, just join. Founder. we have this thing called founders, and you know, just take a part in it. Like you know, at least give a give a give a shot." And that seed of giving a shot was already was planted in my mind, and that's when I did give my shot. I sucked. I was I was horrible at singing, like because I didn't know the songs of Frozen. And then he see identified my acting skills, which I didn't identify in myself. And so he's able, and that's what with, the, with especially with someone with his experience, he's able to identify things in people which the person himself is not able to identify. And again, another person who, who's like, because I worked with him for so long. We worked with him for, like, you might've worked with him for Wicked as well. I worked with him for Frozen. We both worked together. He's again someone who's very meticulous with what he does, but he makes you feel comfortable. He doesn't, he doesn't completely over he doesn't overburden you with the expectations he did i didn't realize how big frozen was like until two weeks later until until, like all the events were being made or i didn't even understand what how big it was that's when i saw the uh the only time i the only like time where i went like oh shit this is big was i think before we went on stage when i saw the people and everything and i think that's when i was then that's then i was thinking why did i not feel and that was with Helped me with the expectation. He focused on the craft rather than the expectation. He was like, because expectations are something that to meet a certain level of expectation. He's also under stress because he's before he's had some amazing performances with Lion King, with the Wicked, with all these things. How do you make it even better? And he and he has the skill of first of all he gave it, like he properly wrote the script and gave it to all of us, but also of making people work with each other and trying to in- improve the. I think the teamwork or the team spirit. And that's how I got close with Louis as well, because we both were playing the same role. And what he, what he also maybe encouraged was talking to the people, like talking to Louis a lot about you know, because let's think the beauty of conversation is you learn a lot more from people. Like I'm learning so much from you. And that's another thing why I started these things was, I learn I'm learning a lot about people and I'm learning different sides about people and that's where the side that you get in school is sometimes just one aspect of that person and i started identifying different aspects of people which came out in my life and i think that's what my main thing so this is the last part of my life that i do uh, i do this in every time is i let the guest see the final words or whatever he wants, whatever he or she wants to see and i let them ask me a question because I've been babbling for too long. <laughs> so if you were ever curious to like ask me anything, and you can take your time here because I didn't give you any. Yeah, so yeah. is there anything you were like yeah. curious to ask no, me? Particular.
1: Like I can't think of anything off the bat. But, but anything uh,
0: general. Anything general also.
1: So I mean, I know that you started this as part of your cast thing. Yeah. What what do you think the long term goal with like your life?
0: Like
1: what do you propose to Achieve. Okay. I
0: think a long term goal would obviously, and I, it's a weird thing. I thought I would be more in, in, impatient with this entire thing, but I realized the long term goal is just to grow it as much as I possibly can. The money, the monetization is not the, and I want this sometimes to just be more than a hobby, but I just want to just put out content, talk to people. I just want to talk to more people. That's it. My entire thing, my long term is to get as many guests as I can and make sure I never hate what I'm doing and I never just not enjoy what I'm doing. So as long as I'm enjoying it, it's fun. So the long term plan would obviously be just getting more guests on. That's my long term plan that I'm looking at. And I think that's the beauty of it. And same thing with music also, because... I feel we both have a very similar trend with, especially with music and with me doing lives, because we are in the creative fields. And as, as like as a musician, you we sometimes we like, you don't think too forward sometimes, but you're just very concerned about the music that you want to create, and you want to put in as much effort as you want. And same thing with me. With me is, I want to put in every effort with every guest I'm going to get on. And that's why the fact that. Uh, I I really wanted you were again a top five guest for me is because of our shared history. I mean, you would be surprised, but you're actually top. Five. Like I was looking at the top ten guests that I want. I was especially in, after you got into Berkeley, you had so much more to tell. And, and the fact that you explained the processes, the your parents aspects, your your musical aspects, you your you your own, you yourself understanding this one I want to do, and people's opinions or judgments not affecting you. And you spoke about the mental health aspect. And i think what i would conclude by saying is it's a journey we we both have been in different journeys yet we have a very common trajectory as well and my journey has just started a year back with this life it's almost going to be a year in two months and what i learned is conversation and just talking to people and just maybe Consistency was, was key with my thing. which just consistently uploading it. Consistently talking. If you see, out of my first 30 lives, 27 people were from passwords. So you're looking at a major p- uh, people. So that's the thing. You, then everyone has a story to tell. Everyone is interesting in their own way. And you just have to find that out. That's it. And I think that's the way I, so final words. That's why I like the, like the guests to end this live before we stop recording.
1: I don't really know what to say. No, you don't. Um, just but,
0: what's 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 the future for you, Anantita? What is your long-term goals now that you've got into Berkeley?
1: What's your? Long-term? I definitely want to be a performer. I mean, however it happens, however big or small, I think that's that's where the heart's at. So that's what my thing is. That's what I plan to take as my major in um, college. So I hope, hopefully, I'm able to make something out of that.
2: You will. And
0: and I eventually have, also make
1: my parents as proud as they have made me in the past.
0: So, you know. yes that's every child's dream in itself. <laughs> so and I and if this makes any iota of difference, I have complete faith in you. This a random person who you acted in, who was horrible at acting, let's be honest, and you helped a bit. I have complete faith in you, whether if you have faith in yourself or not. Um, with what I've seen and I've had a very and I've only worked with you for like in one production. I've seen that you have what it takes to make it whatever, whatever you want to do. That's up to you. So whenever you judge yourself, remember this Indian boy believes in you. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I know that's such an esteem. Yes. Anakita, um, it's an honor to get you on. Thank you so much. I'll send you this recording if you want, if it helps so, you. Thank
2: you for having
0: Thank you so much, that uh, It was genuinely amazing that you said yes to this, and I'll stop, I'll be just stopping recording. So thank you,
2: guys. Um, hope to see you guys soon.